Welcome to Nostalgia, the podcast. I'm Teron. Yo, yo. I'm Harv. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see? All right, so let, let, let's just tell y'all what happened, and then I think they'll understand a little bit better as to what just happened here, because you sound really unsure. I did. <laughs> you sound unsure that you were Harv. All right, so we, we, we actually did a podcast um, a few minutes ago, and in trying to uh, finish the podcast, something happened. System went down. Got weird. We, we, lo- we lost the podcast. Big yeah. long story short. Basically. So, whereas we had a full mapped out podcast, you know what? <laughs> Scrap that. It's all off the rails. It's off the rails. <laughs> so, I'm going to start this podcast. I'm going I'm, I'm to start it like this, man. Monogamy. Monogamy. Is it natural? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it natural? <laughs> Uh, no, <laughs> but it's necessary, I guess. Oh, natural but necessary. Now, that's something I, I have not heard. It's not natural. It's not natural. Can you tell me why it's necessary? Because in the civil, civil society that we live in nowadays. I was about to say civil war. <laughs> in, this, in this society that we live in nowadays, like everything has to be super simple. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't play the game straight. So you got to be a little more careful about how you handle your business. And it's always easier to handle your business in a smaller circle as opposed to a large corporation. Yeah, but the, okay, but but the large the smaller circle is not a circle. It is a singular business partner. It's true. Like you understand what I'm saying? Exactly. So so that's not that's I don't find that to be the same. But okay, but look look at it like this though. If you have one partner compared to having a board to deal with, Number one, most problems get resolved a little easier because you don't have as many opinions to get involved with. Okay. Okay. Number two. I'm not sure if you're selling me on necessary yet. (laughs) Okay. All right. (laughs) Like, you know, all this shit makes sense. Which is funny that I'm actually like (laughs) arguing the point of monogamy. (laughs) (laughs) You're arguing. (laughs) Who's the? That's like the fucking. That's like the devil selling Bible. Right. It's like, it's like the devil trying to make you believe in God. Like, who does that? But you know what? I'm up to the challenge, dog. Let's get like, it. The devil, like, who trying to go to heaven? Right. <laughs> who trying to get saved? I wanted to. Nah, it ain't work out for me. So fuck y'all. Yo, that's funny. No, but okay, shit. but no, seriously. <clears throat> I think I think it's important that um, <laughs> I think it's important that. To have that companionship and have that comfort, you know, and have that one person that you can rely on. Okay, so the rely on part. Yes. Now, what if you can do that and not be monogamous? Okay. Is that is that a is that a is that a sketchy concept? Is it's, that even possible? It's not that it's not possible, but it's hard. It's hard. Like, as an example, if you're with someone, one person, every day, you get you get into a groove. You get to know their patterns. You get a little more comfortable, and you'd be able to sometimes read certain situations without it actually always being verbal. Okay. When you're dealing with multiple positions or multiple people, it's harder to read that. Not saying that you can't. I think, all right, so I feel like you are, I feel your points, but is is your points based on relationships, or are they based on having sex with other people? I'm basing on a relationship. Okay, so because that, if you're not in a relationship, then yeah, what's the point of this? Well, I'm on? just you know, I'm just throwing it out there. Oh yeah, listen, when I say monogamy, I'm thinking solely in a relationship form. Okay. Yeah, I'm not saying just sleep with one woman. That's crazy. What I'm saying is, <laughs> like you, like you're free. You just like Jackie. I love you. Right. It's like no, that makes no sense. That's like eating just one meal. Like yeah. no, eat what you want. The thing is, just be careful. But if you're going to be in a relationship and you're trying to build something, I see what you did there. How you say, eat what you want, right. just be careful. Exactly, man. Yeah, make sure it smells right. Exactly. Safety is important. Yo, so safety first. Safety, I'm glad you brought that up because that was going to be my next question. What there if there go. were no STDs? Do you think people would be more likely to be monogamous or less likely? No, I think I think it'll be a I think it'll be the same. Everybody's fucking. Everybody is fucking. But would you be fucking more if there, if you knew that your only worry was getting someone pregnant? No. No, I wouldn't be fucking anymore or less. Okay, it wouldn't affect you. No, because I ain't gonna lie, I've I've put myself in dangerous situations many times. You're like the you're like the Tom Cruise. I have like been, this is Mission <clears throat> Impossible. I have been in the danger zone. Okay, I've thrown my nuts on the crab table many times. 
Yeah, all right. So, you know, so far, no Charlie Sheen. So, yeah, right yeah, now, good I'm going to keep one. Good point. <clears throat> but that's the point, though. When you got one, Yo, it limits that amount. It's so funny, though. So, you brought up Charlie Sheen. Yeah. And this, this week, they had a hashtag on Twitter, white people coming to the cookout. <laughs> there you go. So... Would you? Would you? First of all, let's let's really get into the concept of white people coming to the cookout. Yes. Uh, if you aren't really familiar with the concept or the thought process of black people in cookouts, it's probably because you weren't invited to the cookout. Yeah, cookouts are the shit. Cookouts are like they're like beef and beers for black people. In which I was that a never, good analogy? That's an amazing analogy because you know what? I have never been to a beef and beer because you weren't invited. But I hear about them shits all the time. Yeah, so I guess white people might have black people invited to the beef and beer. That's interesting. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know that many white people that there closely. So uh, I think you would get an invite. I would hope so. You I mean, know what I'm saying? I'm pretty. I'm pretty. Uh, pretty okay guy. Yeah, you're pretty hip. Yeah, I'm a moment. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So, <clears throat> I love. I love this hashtag just because for one, it's funny as hell. Like, the concept of, of, you know, white people invited to the cookout, I think it's pretty funny. And I think it came on the heels of a rather rough racial week. We'll get a little further into that. Yeah. But it came on the heels of a rough racial week. So, what what we decided to do, or at least what I decided to do, you know what I'm saying, Harv's going to go ahead and follow suit, because I'm sure he got some names off the top. Yeah. Of of white people we decided to invite to the cookout. Now... In case you guys know, I do have cookout rules. We're not going to get into the cookout rules. We're going to leave that as it gets warmer. I'll break those back out. But there are certain guidelines there's, that you... Yes, there's certain guidelines that, that you, you, have to, you have to follow. Right. All right. So, wh- who's, like, number one on your list of white people to come into the cookout? Like, like this is maybe the first white person you would want to see show up to the cookout. The first white person, we talking male or female? It don't matter. Oh, I mean, the first white person I would like to see would be Scarlett Johansson. Okay. I mean, if that's an option. If ScarJo, how would you like ScarJo to show up, though? Like, do you want ScarJo to be kind of like Jenny from the Blocked ScarJo? No. Or do you want her to just be like regular ScarJo? I just want her to be just regular ScarJo. Just come in here, you know, bring a bottle or something. Because if you come to the cookout, it's best to bring what you like. Okay. You know what I'm saying? All right. Whatever you drink, your wine, rosé, whatever. You know what I mean? I'm going to have some whiskey of the sorts with me. You know, we can sit there by the, you know, right there by the gate, have a couple conversations, you know, eat a hot dog, have a drink, laugh, joke. You you know what? I'm trying to pull a scarf, so I ain't gonna lie to you. Like I said, the first the first <clears throat> two white people I would like to see, and I gotta say two, because I would like to see these people come in a tandem. <laughs> okay. And that would be Jimmy Fallon and Justin Timberlake. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. <laughs> like if y'all could come to the cookout, man, that shit would be awesome. Y'all could do the history of hip hop. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? I could see them trying to entertain us all night, which ironically would be the opposite of the way it was for black people in the earlier times. How about that. So Because like, if black people was invited to cook out, you best believe we were there to sort of entertain you. Right. <laughs> so the irony is is great. Like like Pop said, you got to reverse it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it would be, you right. know, now I would have Jimmy and JT. JT might do a little song. Right. You know what I'm saying? Had a, how about, you know the roots is already there, so they might go ahead and pull out the equipment. Now, it, that brings up an interesting interesting concept. Does Jimmy get a pass because he has the roots, or would you just give Jimmy a pass because it's Jimmy? Like, has his legend... Jimmy's hip-hop knowledge gives him a pass. Okay. Jimmy's uh, hip-hop knowledge gives him a pass. That's fair. Also, the fact that, like... <clears throat> Jimmy does not strike me as someone who I couldn't get along with. Like, see, coming to the party, coming to the cookout is purely a a circumstance of do you get us? Right. I feel like Jimmy gets us. I think, you know what? He gets us and he respects us. Yeah. He respects the culture. So, you know what? All right. That works. Jimmy Jimmy and Justin are in. Absolutely. You know who's not in? Or who's who 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 doesn't make the cut? Who don't make the cut? Who's standing at the fence? Who's at the fence? Macklemore. <laughs> Macklemore, your ass is just like, man, I can see you now just talking about some like, man, you know, it's, it's fucked up. You know, he's like, yo, this white privilege got me sitting outside of the fence. Wait, what was that song you had? 
Which uh, one? He had a lot of songs. <laughs> nobody was a can nobody hold uh Yeah. Was, <laughs> yeah. Where he had like just a random black guy singing. <laughs> yeah. Is that what he be singing? He was just gate? as like a pirate. Right. <laughs> he had the gay singing that, like well. Yeah, I wouldn't say the guy's gay. I don't know if he's gay. <laughs> that was that was a horrible assumption on your behalf. That's fucked up. We don't even know this guy. You just gonna call him gay. I don't I mean you know what? He looked gay. But that's not. That's yeah, well, he's in a pirate outfit, if I'm not mistaken. That's what I'm saying. Isn't that like a gay? I don't know outfit. I I can't. A pirate is a gay outfit, dog. A pirate is pirate is a gay outfit. Yo, you know how many kids go as pirates for Halloween? Kids don't count, dog. Kids don't count. Kids don't count. Yo, kids can wear whatever they want because they kids. If I you see a grown man, I don't know if I can say a pirate. Come do with the eyeliner on. I don't know, man. That's, that's suspect. Suspect. You could be a lot of things, dog, and you choose to be a pirate. You know, they got a gay slur for that. You know, like, they don't call I, them butt pirates for nothing. All right, man. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to accept that. I'm not saying that's the universal. Yeah, please don't have right. gays after I know, us. Listen, I'm not. And I got, listen, I got nothing but love for the gays. LGBT community, all we day. got love for you. Much love to you. Look, I got gay members of my family. It's all good. I got nothing but love for y'all. That's like saying I got friends that's black. That's true. Well, you, you just you you. <laughs> yo, time out. We just we like yo. We got love for you. By the way, I do have family members that's gay. That's like saying like yeah, I know gay people. Got an uncle that's well, gay. That's what I'm saying. But I mean, he always bring his friend, friend right. John. <laughs> You know His mean? name is John. I, I never see him hooping though. You know what I'm saying? His name is John, yo. Yeah, you know, like confusing the shit out of kids at yo, first. His name is John. He's young too. But anyway. <laughs> yo, so back, 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 back to the cookout. Back to the cookout. <coughs> back Mac, to the cookout. Mac you, you're on the fence. You're yeah. on the outside of the fence. But you would let him in though. I would consider strongly that man. I like Mac Lamore. I don't have a problem with Mac Lamore. And this is what I was, I was it's like a conversation we was having earlier. Yeah. If there was no Kendrick Lamar, would people have a beef with Mac Lamar? Well, not a beef with him, but nobody would give a damn about him. Like, he doesn't represent anything that that seems like our culture. That's why he's what outside. What does that mean? It means exactly what we just talked about. He doesn't represent anything that seems like our culture. Like, he doesn't represent, as an example, Justin Timberlake. All right, time out, time out. JT brings. Listen, listen. Go ahead. All right, so let's, let's take, let's really understand what we're saying here. Is it... it Cause is, are you saying he's not black enough? Cause that's a weird thing to no, kind of. He's not black at all. Well, me, but you understand what I'm saying. See, JT is soulful. That's why we have those feelings about JT. Exactly. And JT clearly showed us that. Hey, listen, I dig the culture. Yes, Same thing with Jimmy. Now, the funny part is they are very white. Yes, they are. So that's what. I, so when we say <laughs> like he doesn't resemble the culture, what are he we doesn't. saying? Because he doesn't have. He doesn't have that. That. That hip hop swag, like he doesn't have that that je ne sais quoi that Justin has or that even that Jimmy has. Now I'm not saying he doesn't have expensive hip hop knowledge. I'm not saying that he's not a fan of the genre. It's or the kinda, music. So basically, he can't win. He's just not our type of dude, man. Listen, there's black dudes that probably wouldn't make it. Damn. To the cookout. So Tom out. He's like, <clears throat> who is he like? He's like Macklemore at the gate. I mean, you, it's like who is too black to be popular? No, because he's kind of too. You're saying he's it's no. similar. It's similar. Okay, it's like Michael. They're saying he don't have enough swag. Michael Rappaport, but Michael Rappaport is in exactly. But the thing is, but why? He's, he's you know what? It, you know yeah. what? It goes back. Like I said, I think it's geographical. If Macklemore was from L.A., okay, yeah, he might get a pass. If Macklemore was from fucking. Um, Seattle, you know, same place Lil Wayne was from. Right, if he was from New Orleans or maybe Florida, hell, he could have been. He could, he could have been from Texas and probably had a better shot. Yeah, hey, like he ain't. You saying he ain't no Paul Wall? Huh? No, he ain't no Paul Wall. No, that's what I'm saying. Nah. Like it's interesting because I'm wondering, like, if he embraced the culture more, but then I would feel like he's sort of a sellout. See, it's like that's an unfair balance. It's not even that. It's like, look, we got, we can't stop you from doing the music. Do your music. Do your music and express yourself. Anywhere that you want to, that you, you just can't with. come in the cookout. Just don't think that you know you down with down, you know down with the get down just because you can rap. Interesting. Eminem, Eminem is very 
rap influence as well as rock influence. And everybody loves him. Eminem is just dope. Eminem doesn't... M, certain people get a pass pure on being dope. Like, is he dope? Like... Is Macklemore dope? Macklemore is not dope. Thank you. He's not dope. He's Thank not you. dope. I'll give you that. That's why he's at the gate. He, Macklemore <laughs> is like... He's like doing household drugs. <laughs> like, you understand yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he, uh, he ain't dope, but nah. he, like, he can't get you high. Yeah, he's like... What's that shit? K-12 or... No, no, no. Synthetic like, weed. He's like finding shit in the house, like, and he he's like a huffer. Oh, he's like sniffing glue. Sniffing glue, old school. Yeah, see who does that? <laughs> exactly. Macklemore. Exactly, and that's why his ass is at the gate. Because we don't do that shit. We drink, we smoke weed. That's what we do. That's what black yeah, people do. Yeah, we don't true. fucking sniff glue. See, you said it. You made the point for him to be outside anyway. Thank you. All right, so you so know. All right, so you know who is and. Let's go. Let's go through a couple white people who's definitely coming to the cookout. Okay. Well, we already. I, said, I go got. Ahead. All right. Check it out. We already said M's coming. We got definitely. Jimmy coming. We got Michael Rappaport coming. Yep. Got Justin Timberlake coming. Justin Timberlake coming. I'm gonna go with with the creator. Uh, one of the creators of Def Jam. Rick, oh, Rick Rubin's coming. Rick Rubin's definitely coming. The rest of the Beastie Boys is coming. They definitely should be there. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to say Mark Wahlberg is coming. Marky Mark definitely should be there. Yo, stop with the Marky Mark. Like, yo, this shit. I'm sorry. Every fucking time we get into this fucking Marky Mark, yo, man, Mark the, Wahlberg debate. The nigga name is Marky. All right. You know what? We had this conversation already. <laughs> yo. Okay. I said I'm trying to work on it. Yo. I'm trying to work on not calling him Marky Mark. Mark Wahlberg is an accomplished actor. It's hard. It's hard when I've been introduced to him. Marky Mark was a long time ago. And just because he had you feeling I'm the vibration. I'm not the only one that calls him Marky Mark. I promise you I'm not the only one that calls him Marky Who Mark. Who else calls him Marky Mark? I'm pretty sure many people. Matter of fact, yo, I want to hear some feedback. When y'all hear this, if any if any of the listeners still call Mark Wahlberg fucking Marky Mark, please leave a comment or something so I know that I'm not the only one that does this shit. Mark Wahlberg, it's not, you, listen, Mark. I'm not the only one. That's Mark, you're, you're in. That's all that matters. You're in. Seth Rogen is in, as Seth far as Rogen I'm concerned. Absolutely. I love Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen's awesome. You know, now... I think Seth Rogen would be slightly awkward at the cookout, but I think that would be the fun of it. I think he would be high as shit at the cookout. Yeah, he will be high as shit, but yeah. I, I'm not sure what he might bring up. Because Seth Rogen brings up a lot of weird white people shit. That's true, but that that actually... Okay. He's another weird guy who doesn't really have swag. But that is his swag. Exactly. Yeah. Hence again, Macklemore not having any of those things while he's at the gate. So you know who's outside the fence? Who's that? But is is but is playing a part? Who's that? Hillary Clinton. Oh yeah, Hillary. Hillary, I'm sorry, but you're not invited to the cookout. Mm-mm. But you can still come around. Or you can work at the cookout. Yeah, she can work at the cookout. She can bring Bill. If you bring Bill, you're in. Yeah, we'll definitely let Bill in. But if you come by yourself, <laughs> like you're just gonna have to hang out outside. Got it. Like, you got it. Like you, you can tell. Like you can give directions. You can tell people where to park. Yeah, where to park, where to put the banana pudding. You're on foil duty. Make sure it's plenty of foil. Yeah, yeah. Rap. Like, you know what? I'm a dare to say, Hillary, you can come in the house, but you just can't go out back. Yeah, you can't go in. The, she can't come into the backyard. Right. She could be in the house. Yeah. You can be in the house. Yeah, you definitely. Can you know be in what the I'm house. saying? I can see you yeah, like you foiling shit up. Yeah, she can. Making sure up. everybody's good. Yo, like, check it out. If Macklemore want to come in and clean up, he can do that. If you, you want, want like you, to, you sure you want Macklemore in the house? I mean, I'm not saying in the house, but can, we take the trash. Can out. he bring Ryan Lewis? No, 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 no. Listen, see, that's the thing. It's okay. Kind of, he can't come to the house, but he can come to the front door where Hillary's going to bring the trash, and then he can take the trash out. So here's the funny part. <clears throat> yes, is would Macklemore be able to come if he didn't have Ryan Lewis? Because see, we no. don't know about Ryan Lewis. Ryan Lewis seems pretty, pretty like a. We don't, don't know, know about Macklemore. Well, we know he feels guilty. <laughs> what is he feeling guilty about? He, he feels guilty about his white privilege. Well, guess what? You might as well enjoy it because that's all you got, bro. So, okay, if you got white privilege, why you want to come to the cookout? Because he enjoys being around us. Well, not today. <laughs> you know, that's how we're with us. <laughs> not on the holidays. <laughs> we'll see you on the weekend. We can get a beer. Like, he can come through on regular cookout, but he can't be there for Memorial Day. <laughs> he can come over to the crib. But you know, Yo, he can watch, playoffs. He, can watch, how, he can watch the game. He watch the Super Bowl. Yeah. But, all right. All right. That's. I think that's good enough. Yeah. If you Macklemore, I think you should take that. Yeah. You can't come. You can't come to the cookout though. You know who can't come? 
I had I had this person on the fence at first, but now I'm saying they can't come. <clears throat> Tommy from Power. Tommy from Power, like at first, I at least had you like on the fence. Like you could hang out. You can kind of give everybody that. But like I'm not I, I don't I really I'm sorry, man, but I just don't like you. Like I don't like you. I don't know much I realize that I don't really know that much about Tommy. I don't know him on a personal level, but if we just I mean, talk yeah, about the yeah. character, you know, Tommy from Power, like, first of all, you got a coke habit. You let the white girl kind of like, yeah. you know, trap you and, and she wasn't get even you that all. Hot. Yeah, like, yeah, like you was tripping. Okay, let me ask you though. If Tommy had a black girlfriend, would Could you consider he come? Yeah, he'd probably be able to come. There you go. See, See that's why he was on the fence. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a very good point. Yeah, that's yeah. why De Niro's in. That's why De Niro's in. Because De Niro's a jig. Absolutely. Like I said, De Niro be on the grill. Ask right. you to ask you how you want your burger. If Macklemore had a bad white, I mean bad uh, black girlfriend, he could come in. It's funny because even if Mark Wahlberg had a bad white girlfriend, he could still come. Yeah, well, Mark Wal Mark Wahlberg. Thank you. Is a uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yo, and we we, we gonna He's move. Solid. I'm gonna move on for this, but only I'm gonna just say that um, you know, Donald Trump, don't even ask, like, don't even come through the block. Nah, man, fuck like, you. don't come through the neighborhood. Just nah. stay away. Nah, fuck you. You know what I'm saying? I don't want Hillary out there dumping at you. This is boofu. It's by yeah. us. Fuck you. Yo, I can laugh. I can see Hillary out there, like, yo, <laughs> hand me the AK. <laughs> yo, if Hillary Trump, you know, she can come to the cookout. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> she snatched off his fucking his toupee. That's like I said, I can see Hillary coming. I'm mean, like Hillary, you really on the cusp. Like it's not like you're far off. She just can't dab, yo. She oh can't. no, no, no dabbing, no, at the no dancing at all. Nah. Like you got to leave that dancing alone. Yeah, unless you're gonna back it up. Yeah. So all right, check it out. As we as we taping this podcast, we kind of <laughs> sipping on some Jameson. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> it got me to thinking. Um, have you ever blacked out? <laughs> You know I have. <clears throat> well, yeah, I guess I do know. I shouldn't have asked you that question. I've uh, I've blacked out several times. Uh, you know, I, the thing is, you probably could tell the story better than I can because I blacked out. I don't remember. That's a good point. I mean, I've blacked out once in my life. Right. I haven't. I haven't blacked that. out numerous times. I blacked out once. Thank God I was in a safe place. Yeah, that's when you was out there, right? Yeah, was I was in the streets. I was in the sh- oh, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know I shouldn't have did that. Hey man, hey, I, you had a good time. I knew it was gonna come right back. That's what happens, man. You know what I'm saying? But you know, but, all right. I'm sorry. I got sidetracked. I, got, <laughs> I, you know, I started thinking about my blackout. Understandable. All right, so <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm moving on. I, I, I didn't start this blackout right, conversation, but I got, I got kind of like, you know, I started reminiscing. Yeah, let's talk about the Kevin, uh, Cat Williams shit. Okay, all right, all right, Kevin Cat. Um, I think Cat full of shit. <laughs> That's understandable. I, you know, here's my take on Cat. Cat, like you were, you could have been everything that you're upset at Kevin for being. Now you're saying that he's a puppet. You say he's a puppet. I'm gonna have to say that. Uh, I feel like this is the common black man's problem. This is the common black man's problem. Like, I feel like, okay, Cat, yes. Like, you are a cool dude. Like, you, you're a funny guy, you know. But you kind of are the epitome of when we just don't have enough to make it where we need to go. Like, I think, you know, you, you let your issues outweigh your talents. And you kind of, I feel like now you kind of mad because of somebody else who said, you know what, I seen what Cat did, and I'm gonna do it better. Like that's kind of how I feel. And I feel like, I feel like honestly, Cat, like you really got a problem because your asses is the same height. And Kevin <laughs> just went ahead and just fucking said, you know, I'm gonna do this thing. You know what? I I understand exactly where you're coming from, but my take is a little bit different. Should I heard Cat was unprofessional. I mean, that could be true. Like, you know, I, I mean, I'm just saying, like, that's the vibe I heard. I heard that Cat was unprofessional. And I heard his comedy show on Saturday wasn't that great. My brother said, yo, out of all the people that performed, he was, like, the least. He said Mark Curry. He oh, was spot. Man. He said the boy Red Graham killed it. He said Cat performance was in. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. This is kind of, this is kind of fucked I'm up. I'm not really, like, okay. Like, I, like, when you came out with, um... The Pimp Chronicles. The Pimp Chronicles. Yeah, that like high. that shit was so funny. Yeah. And I thought that you were you were really on your way. Yeah. I was so excited for you. Yeah, that joint was fire. 
And then you kind of just kept getting locked up. <laughs> like, who does that? Like, who just... DMX. <laughs> honestly, man, I just feel... Yeah, that's like DMX trying to come for, like, you know, for Drake. Right. It's like, yo, how you got some nerve? Yeah, you ain't got it. Like, any. if you could have just chilled out, I would have felt so much better. Mm-hmm. But you didn't do that. Like, you you felt the need to try to, like, come at people. Like, I just don't understand. Why are you coming at Kevin Hart? Of all people, like, he is the most unassuming... Nice guy. Yeah, he yeah he plays the nice guy. Yeah. Very like, impressive. I don't think that that's in your best interest to come at Kevin Hart. But now, check it out, though. Now, I will say this. Initially, it all started because the audience was booing Kevin Hart. I forget how his name came up. But Cat did respectfully was like, yo, don't boo this guy. I heard man. that part. Yeah, I heard him like, say, yo, don't don't boo nobody who's on their grind. Exactly. He out here trying to get money. Get money. He said the only thing is this nigga is a puppet. But And he said it's not his fault. Right. Now, my thing is <laughs> that's how I know it, it wasn't all malicious. Like it wasn't he wasn't really directing his anger towards Kevin Hart. I agree with he that. He just got kind of caught in the crossfire. My thing is the cat is you have to be because of your position, you have to be a little more, a little more of a marksman about your your shots that you want to take, and not get our brothers and sisters caught up in the middle of it. Because there's no reason for him to beef with Kevin, and it happened. It's like there's some street shit. It started off with a simple joke, and then next thing you know, now you got to make a video, because now you got to stand on your own too and act like you're the tough guy, and that's what fucks it all up. Yeah, I mean, because now now it's two two successful comedians. Two successful black comedians that's battling each other for what? Yeah, see, and that's the funny part because I feel like white comedians don't do that. No, they don't. Like, you don't hear uh, Louis C.K. coming at, you know... um, Bill Burr. Yeah, Bill Burr. What's the the cat? um, Well... The handyman dude. Oh, uh, the... I know you're talking about. You know, the The redneck. redneck, yeah. Yeah. Even though, what you call it, did have words with Dane Cook, though. Who? Uh, Louis C.K. Well, you know... Because he said Dane was biting off his shit. Well, I mean, that's the one rule, though. You yeah. can't be biting off people's shit. Yeah, he said he's biting his shit. He ain't with the ghost face. Yeah, see, now that's fucked up. Nah, I mean, it's all, love, all good show love to him, nigga. So here's an interesting thing, though. Like, I didn't really hear a response from Kevin Hart. No. Did Kevin, he respond at all? He did, but it was very classy. So like, what'd he say? He had to, he didn't say anything. He had the picture with him, Chris Rock, and Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. And, his thing, and underneath it was saying... You know, true comedians understand about it's building each other and supporting each other. And we let the other people that want to tear us down stay where they are. Yo, it's funny. It's like, you know, it reminds me of Chappelle's show. Yeah. You know, black actors, we got to yeah. stick together. Exactly. And he had another picture of him sitting in like an in hey, a Hey, hey, black podcast producers, we, we got to stick together. Exactly. Look out for the boys. Yeah. Look out for the cookouts, son. Yeah. We need some type of, uh, you know, we like bevel. We like bevel. <laughs> we you like Blue saying? Apron. Yeah. We, we like all that. You know, Nivea. Yeah. We like MVMT watches. Yeah, exactly. Look us up. But no. Anyway. Um, all right. So. And, all right. So. But he got, actually ended up. Uh, I'm sorry. Just to, to kind of close the door in the Kev Hart joint. Oh, the Cat Williams. He actually did go on uh, Big Tigger's show. Okay. And he apologized to, you know, Cav. Shout out to Big Tick. Yeah, no doubt. He, um, you know, gave apologize. You know, he said, look, you know, I was a little off base with some of the stuff that I was saying, so. Quick side note, do Big Tig got a bit of that Pharrell on him? I feel like Big Tig's looked the same for like 20 years. You know, I'm going to say yeah. You know, like, because clearly Pharrell's looked the same for like the past 20 and years. And they're all in their 40s. Easily. Yeah. It's interesting. And whatever happened to Big Tig and, um, and Rudy? You know, Rudy. Big Tiggy used to date Rudy. Oh. Yeah, they broke up and then Rudy got engaged. That's some shit. That's how the game go, bro. Yeah, it certainly is. I mean, Rudy wasn't that hot anyway, though. Uh, I think Rudy was cute. Exactly. Rudy was cute. She was college educated. She was successful. She was Rudy had a lot of good things going for her. She did. Her. Some, she had some okay things going for her. You know, though, I got to be honest, though, Rudy does strike me as the type who's just, like, not really trying to, like, let you go there with a lot of shit, though. So yeah, she's probably whacking like bad. Rudy probably just like you can't smoke weed. Yeah, well, you, you know what? You never know. Maybe she's the one that smoke weed, and Tigger's like, I'm trying. To I sp- mean, listen, all this could be true, but I see Rudy as being like, you can't smoke weed. You think like, she's kind of uptight? Yeah, Rudy strikes me as uptight. Yeah, but then you know, again, maybe Tigger is doing things that trying to you know that keeps his face looking so young. So maybe he don't really drink. Maybe, maybe. he don't smoke. Maybe, maybe. Rudy like to turn up. Or maybe, uh, I hope you guys are listening, maybe he uses bevel. (laughs) (laughs) 
right, all right. Look, moving along. <laughs> moving along. You know, try to get shameless plugs. Try to get some. Try to get some advertisements here. You find out you get you getting a check from Bevel Dog. You ain't, you ain't looking I out. Ain't you, are. <laughs> you ain't let me know that this. <laughs> you and your dolo. Right. Yeah. I like am just doing it off the love. Just yeah. to getting a check from Bevel. All right. So um. <laughs> all right. So obviously we taped on Sundays. In case you guys didn't know. <laughs> so we taped last Sunday, and obviously it was the night of the Oscars. So we couldn't get into Chris Rock. Now Chris Rock was you know made a lot of headway this week. Chris Rock was on a lot of people's minds, yeah. um, and I gotta be honest with you, like I, I I thought the monologue was good. I thought it was good. I thought he touched on a lot of key things. Like you know, he came out the public enemy. I felt like he addressed it all right away. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, he kept a scope of what was important. You know, he had some some social jokes, some jokes that was pushing the envelope a little bit. Got jokes and jokes. I felt like, you know, keeping with this whole concept of black comedians, mm-hmm. I felt like Chris Rock did a good job. I think he did, too. I think he did, too. I think he, um, as you said, I think he hit on some very crucial points. I think he he laid down a good blueprint, a good plan of, of attack. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he got everyone kind of like draws. You know, got their draws, mm, not draws. Got their jaws. Got their draws. <laughs> got their jaws dropping. Damn, racist jokes get your draws, man. <laughs> I think that. Oh uh, shit! I think he provided <laughs> enough controversy, you know, to kind of like put the fires out, but still constantly keep that that thought in your mind. I'm with you on that. I mean, <laughs> I think he did a good job. Like I said, man, look, you know, it's funny. I'm not going. I'm not going to touch on this too long because, you know, it happened last Sunday. But what I am going to say is, I feel like Chris Rock is one of those comedians who have no fucks to give. Oh, absolutely. Like, and and, it's, and, the, <laughs> and we don't mean like you know white people like he's just being no fucks to give when it comes to y'all. No. I think he has no fucks to give, period. Yeah. I think he treats black people primarily the same exact way they treat white people. I think he's even right across the board. I would even agree. Even across the board. He has no fucks to give. I would agree. He definitely don't give a shit. You know what I'm saying? He kind of said, Hollywood, listen, you booked me Chris Rock, I'm going to be fucking Chris Rock. You know what's so great about him is, you got to think, he was the one that kind of set the precedence as far as the division between black people and niggas. I'm glad you brought that up. I was... Man, like, are you reading my fucking mind? No, man. You know, you know I I think that, uh, I think that that's something that we just never openly spoke about. Yeah. Like, you know, as, as black folks, I think that, <clears throat> oh, man, there's always a divide and there's always contention when it comes to the concept of black people versus quote unquote niggas. Yes. Now, if you're listening and your ears are a little sensitive to us saying niggas, I'm sorry. But that's the only way for us to really show this disparity, like show this difference. Yeah, well. The dichotomy of it. You know what? I don't even know if I have like examples for for the people. I mean, I'm sure I can think of some, but it's like even now I feel like some of them are generally, I don't know if they're purely stereotypical. You know what? Yes and no. Again. Now, I mean, granted, mad people do stereotypical cool nigga shit. Cat Williams had a nigga moment. Yes. Cat, yes. That's that's how we can clarify. Damn. I missed the boondocks. Quick side note. Yeah, but yes, yes, he had a nigga moment. He had a nigga moment when, you know, instead of him being a... a, a Gracious. Right. And educated and, and really just in tune brother... He went to the nigger route and started bashing Kevin Hart. And I'm not talking about that first comment. I'm talking about the video. Yeah. Because yeah. like once he said what he said, then he couldn't backtrack. Yeah, no. Then he had to get into his nigger bag. It's a video, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I he mean, had to get you get into his nigger bag and then you want to blast the Yeah, blast you don't want to get caught that. up in a nigger moment. No, nah, man. It's not worth it. Because at the end of the day, not only do you look stupid, you make everyone else look stupid around you. Yeah, see, because that's that's the part that um that I do wonder about, um, and we don't have anyone here that can clarify this, but I do wonder if if like other other groups see the difference. Do other groups know the difference, or do they just kind of group us all together? Because I feel like okay, like for the most part, I'm a I'm a up and up dude. Yeah. I do things the right way. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, I I, I abide by 85% of the laws. Right. Pay your taxes. Yeah. I pay, yeah. Go on, to work. On time. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I, I do wonder if sometimes I do get grouped in with, you know, with the niggas. Of course you do. And it's kind of like, you know, I can understand if you're not familiar, it's hard to know the difference. You know, I can see <clears throat> being hard to know the difference. You know what I'm saying? It's like driving a, you know, certain Lexuses look like Toyotas. Well, thing, I get it. Yeah, and what happens is, unfortunately, those men, those next moments come so quickly. You know, as an example, like you're always conscious of those nigga moments. You know, like as an example, if you if you're late to work, the first thing I know a lot of times I'm thinking is I don't want to be classified as the late guy. Because most black people are always late. Huh. Now here's the interesting thing, because I'm wondering like do I think about it in terms of race? Or do I actually think about it in terms of just not wanting to be the the guy that's late? I'm okay with being the guy that's late. I'm, I don't like being the black guy that's always late. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, of course not. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen. You don't want to be the black guy that's anything unless it has to do with success. Exactly. Yeah, because once you ha- put in the black guy, there there is an immediate negative, you know, but, uh, c- concept that comes with that. Exactly. It's not. <laughs> he's not like the awesome black guy. Like, anytime you become that black guy, like, that stigma is normally of... Of a negative, yeah, right. connotation. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. You don't want to be that that guy. Because once you become that black guy, you're only one or two steps from being the nigga. And when you that, then once you become the nigga, like you're unemployed, and you don't go, you don't get invited to beef and beers. Un- that's a good point. You, and you become unemployable. Yup. You now don't want to be. You know what? You know what immediately puts you in the in. I'm not gonna say the uh, the nigga zone, the gray, the gray area of of niggerdom. <laughs> <laughs> if if I shall say, <laughs> um, and if you have this, just understand, and this sort of includes white people too. Um, once you go ahead and get tattoos on your face, oh yeah, <laughs> you are officially in that zone. You are like, you know, that's also like also known as unemployable. Yeah, and that that also leads you to another land that we like to call stupid as shit. Yeah, because unless you're a tattoo artist or a rapper, well, there is one realm or one group or one scenario that can change it. What's that? Not change it, but if you are <clears throat> there's there's some people there has some been some people who have blazed the trail. Who have walked the thin line mm-hmm. when it comes to this activity. And they're not all white or I mean they're not all black. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. okay. But there are some people who have just gone around, and, and this is people who are successful in Hollywood, but clearly they have shown you through their actions and through the things that they say, and this includes Crush Rock, that they have no fucks to give. Zero fucks to give. Yeah. No fucks. All out. They're empty. Zero. They're running on E. Empty the clip. <laughs> you know, Chris Rock, I feel like consistently lets you know he has no fucks to give. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I feel like the Oscars, I wouldn't say that was no fucks to give. I would say you had about a, you had about a fuck or two left. Yeah. I mean, he didn't empty the clip, but I think he let it be known, though. Yeah. He, oh, <clears throat> don't try me. Right. Because I'll I, I give all these fucks out. Yeah. Like, I got mad fucks, and I have no problem giving them all out. Yeah, I have no problem going on empty. Right, yeah. He's all you know, he's that. like, I'm at my best right, when, I have, when no, I have no fucks. Right, when I have... He's I'm like, my when, when my back is against the wall, <laughs> best believe next, I come out swinging. I'm the most dangerous when I'm out of fucks. <laughs> Yo, so, I, I definitely agree with that. Now, <laughs> one of my top people in this category... And it's simply because I feel like, you know, this person has mastered the art of being, I'm a, should I dare to say it? Go ahead. He's kind of like that nigga. Yeah. Like if I, you know, if I, you know, at, at a point in time, he was like, he was like their, like their guy, our guy. He kind of spoke for everybody, slightly threatening, yet he was funny. Mm-hmm. My man, Eddie Murphy. Eddie motherfucking Murphy. Eddie Murphy was like, he was that dude. Eddie definitely was that dude. And he managed to kind of balance 
but he lets you know consistently, yo, I have no fucks to give when it comes to this shit. That no matter what he was talking about, that's his attitude he took. You know another thing that was so dope about Eddie, man, is the fact that outside of that that one issue when he drove around the tranny, <laughs> yeah, he kept his nose. The super tranny clean. situation did not help. It did not, but that's all they had. Like they didn't have nothing else to kind of bash him with. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, this is true. He's never been arrested. He take care. No, of no. Children. I mean, he does. He does Beautiful the right wife. thing. Right. But but he definitely played that role. He definitely played the role 110, percent and it, it was so good that they had nothing to do but respect it. It was like I've never seen somebody like this talented and authentic. Whoopi played that role too. <laughs> Whoopi was awesome. Yeah. What was it? Karen Johnson. Karen Johnson. Karen Johnson, a.k.a. Whoopi Goldberg. And the fact that she changed the name to Whoopi Goldberg is the dopest shit ever. It's beyond dope. You see Whoopi Goldberg come in and you see this, this brown skin sister in the How the hell did Whoopi get on the view? Because she's fucking Whoopi. What you mean? Is she Whoopi or is she just like... Because I don't, I don't feel like... I feel like Whoopi has transcended the quota. Whoopi has done everything that you want her to do. She's done the Oscars. That's a good point. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's had the HBO specials. She's had the, the box office movies. Yeah, I don't think young people know anything. Like, they, Did she win the Oscar? I don't know. But I think they... I'm going to say no, just generally. I think she's at least nominated I, but for But I, I think Purple. that nominated, but one is a different story. True, yeah. I don't, you know what I mean? Shit. Mad people be nominated. True. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But here's the interesting thing. I think, I think people need to get a Whoopi Goldberg, like, education. Like, I think yeah. they need to go back... Check out some of Whoopi, Whoopi's material, some of Whoopi's stand-up. Whoopi stand-up. Really crazy. get a feel, because I think you'll realize, man, she's like top five, no fucks to get. And on some real shit, Whoopi stand-up was not just like, oh, joke punchline. Like, she did characters. I mean, yeah. she did like deep, you know, seven to 12 minute monologues of characters that was like... Whoopi is halfway genius. Word, word. Like, on some Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy type shit, like, Whoopi definitely. Yo, and I, and I, I gotta give props... You know, since we're going down the no fucks to give <clears throat> timeline, I got to also give props to George Carlin. You got to give props to Quentin Tarantino. Another one. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and most importantly, someone who's rather, not rather current, but sort of current, got to give props to Dave Chappelle. Oh, absolutely. Dave oh. Chappelle let you know he had no fucks to give. He said, yo, I'm out. She did win. She won for Ghost. Oh, she won for Ghost. She won Best Supporting Actor for you Ghost. You know what? Ghost was the shit. And she was the first African-American to receive the Academy Award nomination for both actress and supporting actress. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, Whoopi's that shit. Yeah, Whoopi. Whoopi. So, it's funny. Um, <clears throat> when you reach a certain level, is that does that give you permission to just not have any fucks to give? Is that how this works? I don't want to say it gives you permission, but I think that you earned the right to say, fuck y'all. Fuck the establishment. Exactly. I think she paid the cost to be the boss. She said, fuck you, your staff, and your crew. <laughs> fuck and you if you ain't down with Whoopi, fuck you too. <laughs> yeah, Whoopi, Whoopi's like, she's she's what we call, she's a G. Whoopi's yeah, Whoop, Whoop, Whoopi is definitely a G. You know what I mean? I yeah. got to give her her props on that. She deserves all the respect in the world, man. And her catalog is, is, is tight. So, yo, what's funny is um the other day we was thinking about, like, movies and shit, and we was going through, like, what's our top five, like, 80s comedies, and it was just so unfair because fucking Eddie was dominating the category. He was crushing it. <laughs> On every level, he was crushing it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, let's be real. You had fucking Trading Places, Beverly Hills Cop, Coming to America. Like, I mean, what was Eddie not hours, doing? Oh, 48 hours. Yeah. I mean, he, he was crushing it. Uh, I'm trying to think. What was the other one? He had another joint with um with Dudley Moore. It was a small role about the I tanks. Know. It was one of his first joints. Uh, it wasn't that big, but either way, he was the best thing in that movie. Harlem oh, Nights. Called, it was called Best. Was Harlem Nights in the '80s? Harlem Nights. No, I think Harlem Nights was '90. No, like, matter of fact, it was '89. So it was still in the '80s. Yeah, it was. It was '89. Damn. I mean, that's a hell of a run. Yeah, man. Change Saturday Night Live. <laughs> I mean, uh, it wasn't a game. He's the only one, I think, that actually hosted the show while he was still a cast member. Yo, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. All right, so, um, you know, we, we was talking, and, and Harv came up, with a, came up with, a, with a segment that I really enjoyed. I thought it was really good. Um, you know, obviously, this is the nostalgia of the podcast. 
So we we always like to take it back a little bit and um and reminisce on some real shit. Like really just reminisce, think about some shit that we had when we was kids. And um, you know, he came up with this this concept of uh it wasn't wasn't that dope. Yeah. Like you know, of course as we always be uh, you know, reminiscing to think about things in the past. And I was just thinking like some of the things that I know I personally loved as a kid or as a young person, to see it now. I'm like, it really wasn't that dope. <laughs> like, it really wasn't that hot. Yeah. Like, I don't know what made, you know. You know, just like, all right, so without without even getting into certain kinds of things, let me just say that I find that, you know what kind of what kind of gives us a false sense of shit being good? is getting this shit on Christmas. Yeah. If you got it on Christmas, like, you're kind of fucking excited no matter what you got. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, you don't want to get no fucking socks. <laughs> no, nobody likes socks. You know what I'm saying? But but if you did get some shit, you probably, you know, like, if you got a TurboGrafx-16 for Christmas, <laughs> yeah, you, you was... probably thought it was the shit. Until that new Nintendo came out. Yeah, until that, till that Nintendo 64. Right. Or better yet, that Genesis came out. Oh, yeah, because Genesis was the shit. Yeah, so you had, like, three months with that, John. So like I thought about I thought about a couple things that that I got when I was a kid um that I really I really enjoyed I thought was the shit and then I've come to realize mm, maybe not <laughs> maybe it wasn't the shit <laughs> what you got like the fucking skateboard with the with the handlebars oh the joint that just kind of it was like it was like a skate scooter <laughs> like um like a back in the future when you broke off the handle with the joint yeah like yeah. like what like it seemed such a great idea. I guess it was coming off the high of like a regular scooter. Right. Cause scooter scooters was a weird thing, but they were like I enjoyed a scooter because it was kind of like, like yeah, it wasn't a bike, but but it, but it, you had so much more control than a skateboard. Yeah. And I felt like you did less work. I just thought about something though, and 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 kind of keeping in 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 the same theme. Uh huh. Are the are the hoverboards just the same thing as the segways without the handlebars? They're very much the same thing. Like, did they just break off the hand? Like, did they just do the same shit you're talking about? Like, just took off the fucking stick and then just and let you go? Pretty much. That's deep. Yeah. Only they just don't have big tires. That's deep. Because they had to figure out a way for you to balance yourself a little better. Right. That's yeah. Yeah. Now, I wonder if kids will look back and be like, ah, that wasn't that dope. Exactly. They will. <laughs> I'm not so sure. We had this debate again. Like before, yeah. we'll 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 get into that. That's we true. we talked about that. Yeah, I I think it's I I think if I was fucking sixteen, I would love it. Uh, you know what? Maybe so. I don't know. Like you know, like I said, I don't see it, the purpose of it because it's the feel. It's the it's all right. Like when you had a skateboard, yeah. like it was the shit because you were mobile without right. a whole bunch, like a whole bunch. Like it wasn't a lot. Like you know, a bike you had to lock up. Like you had to make sure you brought it in the house. Right. You know, you understand. But a skateboard, you can just pick it up. Right. Like okay. you know, okay, you got tired of skating, pick it up. Understand. Like the hoverboard is similar, but only the difference now is like I don't gotta do shit, but lean forward. But think about this though. Now you got the bike, then you got the uh, the scooter, and then you got the skateboard. Right. Which of those? Which of those three things are pretty much non-existent anymore? The scooter. Exactly. You know why? Because it was bullshit, and you really couldn't do nothing with it. The bike is very functional. You can do tricks on the bike. You can do tricks with a scooter. Really? Yeah. Outside of what? Outside of like making like the like, spinning, the spin shit was the was the move. What spin shit was spinning the fucking handlebars around? No, you was you was spin the bottom of the scooter. You can do that shit on the bike. You can, but it's a lot easier with a scooter. <laughs> like the scooter is like for the dudes who wasn't as talented. And the scooter didn't go. The fast. scooter was like the D League of bikes. The scooter was was nothing but a fucking skateboard with a stick on it. Yeah, but it was a lot. You Yo, first you of all, you couldn't ride bike. First of all, you couldn't go nowhere. Not the bike. skateboard. Look, the skateboard with the handlebars. I agree with you. That shit right. was totally ass. Right. But the the, the the regular scooter that had the like semi big tires. Yeah. That was that was legit. Because it was like it was you could go almost anywhere that a bike could go. No, you couldn't. But you just had to fucking pedal. I mean, <laughs> kick. Trust me, I had a scooter, and when you rode bikes, oh I got no, 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 <laughs> exactly. Well, I got smoke. You, that's like. <laughs> Yeah, that's no. my point though. Like you, you don't ever see no, you don't see seven kids on you, scooters. You you have around. to like scooter. Scooters have to stick with scooters. Exactly. You can't be out there with the bikes. But nobody has like, scooters. Is, my point is, 
Okay, bikes. Okay, so Scooter was like, you just can't afford a bike. Basically. Scooter was the was the, the so, poor but let's, man's bike. So instead of let's instead of poo-pooing on it, let's let's think of the think of the, the bright side. The instead bright of you being left with nothing, you still had something to get you to the store. True. Like if you lived on a hill, you was money. It just sucked coming back. Like you, you feel, think about it. Okay, yeah, if you yeah, lived yeah. on a hill, dog, you was money. You was the shit coming. Three up. kick pushes and you was out. Yeah, matter of fact, you ain't got to do that. Yeah, or no, I used to run and just jump on the shit. Yeah, you had to. <laughs> like think about it. You know what I'm saying? You haul ass and boom, you got the momentum. You jump on it, you money. You can even lean down a little bit, get yeah. a little bit more speed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can still jump off curbs. Yeah. You jump off a curb on a skateboard, ain't know what the fuck you was doing. You break your fucking arm. Yeah, nah, How you many did. people fell off scooters? Nah, not me. Exactly. I used to like we had a ramp in the in the lot. Exactly. So you know it's I used not... to ride the scooter down there and I jump in there and I just let that motherfucker go. Yeah. Man, go to the right, had, I go to the left. See, it had a lot more highlights than you thought. It just wasn't see, but you're trying to put it in the frame of, of a bike and that's unfair. That's true. Can that's you, unfair. You can't make a scooter. That's like being that's like being a fucking dark skinned person in the sixties. <laughs> you try to put him in with the light skinned people, it's just not the same. No, I understand. I'm like, you feel me? Damn, dark skin people is like the scooters of the fucking bike. <laughs> you make a valid argument. Yo, that's what I'm saying. We got to focus on the positive. You make a valid argument. And you know what? My my apology to all you yeah. scooter riders out yeah, there. Yeah, see, your appreciation for the scooter is different. Even like, even like a real scooter versus a motorcycle. Yeah. A real scooter is the shit. Yeah, but the little motor in it. Cause you see, because cool. like, yo, don't get me wrong. Like, bikes, they, yeah, that's great. But bikes kill motherfuckers. Yeah. How many people you heard dying on scooter? I've never heard anyone dying on you scooter. You know why? Because you're in fucking control. Yeah, and you're only going for 45 miles an hour. You chilling. Yeah, you ain't going Scooter is about like, drive <clears throat> slow. Scooter is like what Paul Wall and Kanye was talking about. So, all right. So, that, with that being said. Yo, let me just say, this got to be the most official scooter fucking <laughs> promo ever. If you still making scooters, get at me. Because I got you. All right. You know what? And, and with that. I will withdraw my my distaste for the hoverboards. Okay, <laughs> that's what it all boils down to. That's what it comes down to. Because that's I mean that's the argument you're pretty much making. Because everything that the, yeah, like, did, like, the hoverboard it, does. Yeah, like it's but no, it, no, it's not everything. Because you can't jump off shit with a hoverboard. No, true. But what I'm saying is, as far you as better the, hope that motherfucking ground is level. As far as the the functional the functional aspects of it. Yeah, like I, I, like I, I, I said, the hoverboard argument. is there. It, to me, the hoverboard is probably because motherfuckers is lazy. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers use the hoverboard to go get fucking milk from the fridge. Yeah, see, that's just, that's just ridiculous. Yeah. See, yeah. but the drawback of the hoverboard is you can't sit on it. But see, they're, they're the ones that give the hoverboard a bad name. Yeah, well, you know. Well, the shit blowing up gives it a bad name. Oh, true. You know, if you get a bad brand. But, all right, so back to it wasn't that dope, though. Yeah, it wasn't that dope. So, scooters, I, I initially... Well, skateboard with the handles. Yeah. That's that's what ever started this whole shit. Yeah. And that shit wasn't that dope. No, it really wasn't. But I'm glad that with that being said, you realized that the scooter was so much so much better. It, it had a purpose. It had a function. So that's that, all that matters. I'll give it a pass. All right. All right. One of one of my joints. Um, it's actually I got a few, but I'll keep it super simple. Like Spike Lee is one of my favorite directors, man. You know, I, he made Malcolm X. I loved it. I fuck with Spike. I do. I, I loved it, but a lot of Spike Lee's movies wasn't that dope. Oh, um, they really wasn't that dope. Uh, Girl Six is horrible. Oh shit, man. Chirac was time horrible. Time out, time out. I mad you fucking started with Girl Six, hey, man. Listen, like you just started in the dumpster. That's right. Well, it was it was a horrible movie, dog. I'm just yeah. Girl Six was bad. Chirac was ass. Chirac was anal. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> it was definitely cheeks. Uh, to be honest, she got to have it. To me, it wasn't that good. No. You know what? I don't really understand what Spike be trying to cut, get across sometimes. Um, and he had the weirdest see, way in the movies in this See, movie. Malcolm X was such a good movie that... He get a pass. He get a little... Yeah, he, I'm not going to say he gets a pass, but it kept him relevant. Yeah. Um, I did enjoy Do the Right Thing, and I did enjoy School Days. I did too. Jungle Fever? Eh. Yeah, I'm on the fence. Wasn't that dope? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, he had some good... It wasn't that dope, but you got to give props to Sam and Howie. Of course. Like, he... You know, I felt like he found long-standing talent early in the game. Absolutely. And and know what? I won't... I'm not bashing Spike. All I'm saying is... That he wasn't that dope. He was not as 
as revered as we like to make him, some of his shit wasn't that great. He's not really revered. He's just one of the few black guys that can make a movie. Well, he's one of the most popular black guys that have been making movies. Yeah, yeah. I mean... You I don't know. want to say, you know, it's, it's a lot of dudes out there making movies. No, but what I'm saying is, like, if, if, if this was a group of <clears throat> older white men, we would mention Spike Lee first. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And that's what yeah. I'm trying to say. Yeah, like, he's you. one of the few in that respect. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. All right, so my my, my next one is not going to be as, um, what's the word I want to use? As deep. Um, And this also shows my age. Now, I know they're trying to come back, but uh, just... I'm just going to request that y'all stop it now. Oh, shit. Um, L.A. Gears with the lights. <laughs> I don't know if you remember L.A. Gears sneakers. I do remember L.A. The Gears. The motherfuckers used to light up. <laughs> I do remember. Which made you get caught in manhunt like every fucking time. First of all, I didn't know dudes wore them joints. Yo, no. Some t- some, p- some dudes wore L.A. Gears. <laughs> yeah. They had like... Didn't uh, they have... They had guy L.A. Gears, didn't they? I don't know. My mom had a pair. She was the only one person I seen with them, John. Yeah, well, either way. I like was, Gears with the lights. Down, down, down north. They, they was whack. Yeah, we ain't, ain't no dudes wear them, John. But no, <laughs> now, now, but on the same long, same lines, these shits was hot at the time. Bubbling hot. What's that? Fucking felines with the stripes. Yeah. I mean, with the straps. Yeah, I had, I had a pair. But in hindsight, like, was they really that dope? No. Well, you know what? What, what made us say... Well, time out. Let's let's really run it back. What made feelers hot like hot in, period? Like who who endorsed feelers? Like who was saying get these feelers? Cause like I didn't I don't know where I, I like they just showed up. I'ma say this. Fila, they stole the design of the Air Force Ones. This is true. And then that's when they and put then out Nike, and Nike stole it back. Right, and they put out the joints with the straps because the original Air Force Ones didn't have straps. They put out, Fila put out the hard top joints with the straps, and everybody had different color straps. You had the red straps, blue Yo, straps. Yo, was it the fact straps. that the strap could hang? Yes, and you could rock it two different ways. You could rock, first of all, what the fuck was the point of the strap anyway? It doesn't matter. Fashion wise, yeah. you can do shit Yo, with the strap. Like, I feel like basketball sneakers back then is like where so many people having ankle injuries. Like, was <laughs> ankle injuries that fucking prevalent? That every, like, the hot tops used to be really fucking hot. Yes, they did. Like, you know, like, what, what y'all know, y'all young people, what y'all think is hot tops now? No, those are mid tops. Yeah, those like three quarters. Yeah, they those are like the mid. Back in the day, they had the high top who that was actually, like, Excuse you know, me. literally over your ankle. Excuse me. <clears throat> My apologies. I'm kind of fighting over cold. Um, you're absolutely correct. But I think that's what made Felix pop. It's because they had the strap. They had them in different colors. And you could rock the strap around your ankle. Or you could let the strap hang. Alright. Uh, I still don't think it was that dope. No, I mean... Well, I mean, because you know, you know why? I like them, though. If they was that dope, they would have been back by now. That's true. See, the shit, That's to me, that's the test of time. The things that was dope that that came back. <clears throat> the lottos come back? No, lot of, but we're. I mean, we don't know if lottos went out of business. Okay, all right. They still make feelers. True, and you know what? Shell tops, Adidas are always classic. Yeah, well, see, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Feelers never made it to the classics. No, they did. No, they really did. You know what I mean? They definitely did. All right, my next one is a little funny one, and I'm gonna try to keep it super simple. Um, it's gonna be a weird subject, so I'm gonna apologize now. Uh, it was He Man. <clears throat> okay, I mean, like, uh, you know, in the Castle of Grayskull? Like... Castle of Grayskull, He-Man. I watched it not too long ago as an adult. I used to love He-Man as a kid. I had the whole collection, the whole nine, dog, and I watched the shit. And it's one of the, how can I say this? Not be offensive. I'm sorry, it was it was just gay. He-Man was, was gay? It was very gay, man. It was a bunch of muscle-bound people running around in bikinis. Here's swinging the, his swords, swinging swords. What I wondered from the door is like, why was his name He Man? And then they had Sheer Ruck, right? Which is weird, like that, like Man at Arms. It's not even like She Man. It's like Sheer Ruck. What the fuck does that mean? No clue. No clue. At he all. just had She in it. Why was he naked? Yeah, he, all he had on was draws. He had a draws, and he rode a tiger. And he rode a tiger. Everybody was. Had, Yo, everybody just had drawers on. Every fucking body. Except did he, like did he have any footwear? He had some like Ugg boots. That probably was comfortable. 
<laughs> they probably were. <laughs> he had, yeah, he had. He, he man was comfortable. He, had, he had like the furry bikini Talk on. Talk about though. Wait. Yeah. Up boots on guys. Violation. Yes. I feel the same. Yes. I seen I seen a picture with someone with him on, and I was wondering like. It's some I don't understand what made him do that. You need to get some chuckers. And it's it. like, yo, like I want my feet to be comfortable like the next man, but they don't got to be that fucking comfortable. You know what? If you want comfort, you get a good pair of sneakers. Fuck it. All right. Um, He-Man was definitely uh, questionable. It wasn't that good of a show. It really wasn't that dope. You, may, you bring up a good point that made me wonder, like, how about fucking um, Thundercats? Was Thundercats really that good? No. It really, well... That's tough. Dumbly Cats was like the, the the animal version of He-Man. Basically. Yeah, it was. They both had the sword. They cats? They both, right. Thundercats. <clears throat> Thundercats. Hope. And then one of them was like an actual cat. They were all cats. No, but one was like a little cat. Oh, yeah, the little, cat. Like a little small one. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like. He didn't, I guess he didn't evolve to. Let me just say that um, I think to make shit for kids, like, you have to smoke weed. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I remember the Wuzzles. Oh, shit. Where, like, they had two animals mixed together. Yeah. Like, Bumble Lion. Bumble Lion. Like, what the fuck is going on there? (laughs) Yeah, I remember that, too. Like, what? Like, who's thinking? Who's coming up with this shit, man? (laughs) Yo, just even go back to the Thundercats. His name was Lion O. I know. You couldn't get no more creative than that? (laughs) Panthro, <laughs> Chitara, like he didn't even try to even try to be creative. Yeah, like, we can't call him Roy, so he's gonna be Lion O. And that was the weird part because I didn't think he looked like a lion. No, he didn't. He was kind of more tigerish. No, he was a white dude that was orange with a big afro. That's what he was. All right, I'm. A, I'm a, Panthro was black. Uh, Panthro depth. Sorry, go ahead. That's just so fucked up. That's so racist. It's the truth, though. He was a panther, so he was black. How about that? See, you ain't even... You How ain't about even that? that? How about you that? You didn't peep that? I did not peep That's that. That's so fucking racist. Yo, he was. Yo, he first of all... He sound black. He had black man. Next podcast, we're going to get into racist cartoons, because yeah. there's lots of them. He had the big nose and shit. Like, panther was definitely black. He was a mechanic. Oh! He was a mechanic. mechanic. He didn't have a fight. Oh, that's some shit. They didn't even have vehicles. Yeah, they had the car. And Panther used to take care of the car. Oh, some bullshit. How about that? See? All right, yo. See? Back to it wasn't that dope. See? I'm going to end mine off with this. This ain't that old, so a lot of people's going to relate to this. Yo, velour suits? Yeah. Velour sweatsuits? Wasn't that dope. Like, I don't know who brought that, who, like, said, let's bring that back. But it was such a bad idea. Who started that? But I'm so glad. But in the same fashion, I'm so glad no one has thought to bring back like the swishy swashy sweatsuits. Oh uh, yeah, because that shit was ass too. <laughs> I feel like every fucking gym teacher wore that shit. Yeah, the track suits. Yeah, yeah, yeah like like all yeah, the motherfuckers ran track. Yeah. <laughs> and why yeah. are they track suits? Because I don't know. They thin material, maybe. I mean, like I can understand the concept of like windbreaker material. But it's not like you're really wearing it while you're running. Yo, what's funny is just think about the the uh, the progression of clothing and how the the clothing was like based on the weather. Yeah, you know, like track suits were windbreakers, basically. Right. Yeah. Why we don't know. I guess like because you run against the wind sometimes. But that's my thing. You're not wearing them while you're running. You take them off. Exactly. So what are you trying to break the wind from? What I did like though was girls with those little tight ass shorts. Oh, uh, best part of track. That was an awesome time of track. Yeah, best part of track. Love track. All right, we getting a little off the rails. So, All right, <laughs> let's, you know, let's bring it back for us. Yeah, let's bring it back. Um, you got something that like you got something more on it? It wasn't that dope. Uh, not anything that's really valuable. I was gonna say stonewash jeans. Stonewash jeans definitely wasn't that dope. And uh, I know you and I disagree, but I was gonna say boom boxes too. Oh man, fucking boom box. That's like. Boombox is like a classic part of hip hop. It is, and I, and I listen. I'm not trying to disrespect the culture. Like I we just didn't get it. We wanted to play our music loud. Understandable, but yeah. But like, let's be real. See, because like everybody had the little <clears throat> small shits. Do you remember how small them shits used to be? Yeah. All right, so like you just couldn't really play it that loud. 
So we wanted, I don't know why we wanted all our music to be loud, but we that was like a necessity. But that's the point. And a like, boombox brought that. We had two dudes that had boomboxes on our block. And it was just stupid. Did they boom? Yeah, like them shits rock. But you like you'd be all the, you'd be at the other end of Westmont, right next to Twenty Ninth Street, and then Corey had his joint. And then we'd be where I lived. I lived north near Thirtieth Street, and then um, who was it? Mike. Mike had one. So you got two different sets of the uh, of the street all banging two different songs. I mean, don't get me wrong. As a kid, it was the shit because we'd be out there dancing. But in retrospect, well, that was but that was the point. The boombox was the like that was the equivalent. Like that was the equivalent of uh, of the person beatboxing in the cipher. Understandable. Like you understand what I mean? Like the boombox is what kept everything together. No, I dig it. Listen, I'm not. It's like you could back then you couldn't have a cookout without the boombox because how many DJs was it? Right now, that's again, if you're doing it for a cookout, not to be walking down the street like Radio Raheem. What the fucking point is that? You just coming home from work. People gotta sleep. You're trying to do your homework. Yo, back then music had to be loud. How? When's the last time you heard somebody with a system that was loud? Like, let's be real. Like, I don't hear that often at all. Well, honestly, Friday. Cause I get my hair cut on Wadsworth, man. It's always somebody. Somebody, yeah. yeah. yeah it's always some some asshole. Exactly. Which is, again, ridiculous now. You're like, why the fuck is your music so loud? That's a good point. See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? I don't know. Screw well, man. All right, well, listen, man. We've, we've, been, we've been at this for a while. We fucked up the first podcast. I hope y'all enjoyed this podcast. Yeah, I think we brought it back full circle. Yeah, I think we did all right. I mean, y'all tell us, but, uh, you know, hopefully y'all like it. If not, fuck you. (laughs) Shout out to Bevel.